Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, and once again, uh, before I start the story, I would like to remind everybody that this uh, week's story is sponsored as a refuish lema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sora Miriam and for Shmuel Avram Yitzchak Ben Gittel. Okay, so uh, I just want to remind everybody again, uh, yes, I do listen to every phone call that I get and every message I get. But unfortunately, I do not have the time to answer every single one of them. But I do hear them, and I do listen to them. And unfortunately, uh, because I really have to be telling stories on this uh, on this program, so therefore I don't have time for shout-outs and things. Once in a while I do that, but I see that uh, once in a while if I started, then a bunch of other people ask for it, so... Therefore, I'm basically not going to do shout-outs. So please be Michael. Okay, so here we go. This week's story is called All's Well That Ends Well. Okay, so we got that All's Well That Ends Well. 
Oh, well, that ends well. That's a very interesting uh, uh, story. Uh, what's it about? <laughs> How do you know if it's an interesting story? Ah, come on, Robbie. Uh, so you're going to tell me that on Jayrit Radio, you're going to tell a story that's not interesting? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Of course it's going to be interesting. And no question about it in my mind. But, uh, you know, like, uh, it's just that you made a statement without even knowing what the story is about. Ah, uh, well, Donnerkaufschuss. Donnerkaufschuss? What do you mean? Ah, uh, well, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I figured out that, uh, you know, like, uh, you're always going to tell a story. So, you know, like, if you always tell a good story, a geschmack story, so why should this time be different? Okay? Very good. Okay, I like explanation. Okay, so this week's story I'm going to call All's Well That Ends Well. This is a story that happened in the times of the very famous B'nai Yisachar. You know who the B'nai Yisachar was? Uh, well, um, uh, B'nai Yisachar was probably a name of a Sefer that he wrote, and he was probably named after the Sefer. That's right. His real name was Rav Tzvi Elimelech Spira of Dinov, and he started the Dinov Hasidim. He's like what you call the founder of the Dinova Hasidim. Wow! So he's the founder of the Dinova Hasidim. Wow, sounds exciting. Well, it should be exciting, especially if you know that uh, he was born in 1783, and he was Nifter in 1841. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay, 58 years. Wow, that's not a long time. But wait, I remember you said in the olden days, many people didn't live long years because they didn't know much about medical stuff and everything like this, and people got sick and so on and so forth, right? Yes, yes. But the main thing is, whoever had a span of lifetime, they used it well. That means I'm talking about the Gedolim, and I'm talking about I wish everybody else did also. So everybody would be a Godel. Oh, you want me to be a Godel? Uh, yes. Do you want to be a guddle? Yes. Everybody should be a guddle? Yes. Okay, so everybody out there, work on being a dialer because uh, we're in the month of Elul, a time for doing tshuva, bargain, get a sale. You know, it's very easy to do tshuva, and, and it should be accepted. And soon we're going to have slichas, but the Sephardic people already started slichas. But we're going to soon be starting slichas, and then it's going to be Rosh Hashanah, and then it's going to be Yom Kippur, and then it's going to be Sukkot, and then it's going to be Hashanah Rabba. Ah, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, we better all start doing tshuva. I, wow, that's very good. Maybe you want to be a rover of a shul, you know, and give a drusha. Uh, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> okay, okay, Let, let's just not get carried away, and uh, let's continue here. So this story happened in the times of the great, great tzaddik, Reb Tzvi Elimelech of Dinev. Do you know, by the way, uh, he was the author of, yes, you were right, he's named after a safe, he was always called the Bnei Yisacha, is named after a sefer that he wrote, the Bnei Yisacha. It's about conversations that have to do with Torah. Okay? And he wrote others for him also, but I guess his most famous sefer that he was known by was the Bnei Yisacha. Okay, now, he also was famous for his fight against the Haskalah movement. 
those who are not keeping Torah properly and trying like reform movements and things like that. He fought against them. He was brave. He had to root him for everything, and they didn't like him, but, you know, uh, he stood up for Torah very strongly. Okay, so now... Oh, so this is going to be a story when he fought against the Maskelem? <coughs> Actually, no. Oh, uh, 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 so why are you telling us this? Oh, I, I just want you to know what a great Sadiq he is. And also, do you know who his uncle was? Uh, you are his uncle? <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I would feel honored if I was his uncle. But no, remember, he lived before my time. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. So is he your uncle? <laughs> no, no, he's not my uncle. He's not your uncle. Okay, his uncle was the famous Sadiq. Rabbi Melech of Lejengs. <gasps> Rabbi Melech of Lejengs was his uncle? That's right. You got that right. Wow. So, uh, uh who was some of his rabbeim? Ah, he was a Talmud of the famous Sadiq, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Rimenov. Okay, and he also was a Talmud from the great, great, a big Talmud, I should say, and the great, great tzaddik, Rav Yaakov Yitzchak Halevi Horowitz. Do you know who he was? That name looks familiar, sounds familiar. Rav Yaakov Yitzchak Halevi Horowitz. Oh, oh yeah, I know who he is. That's the Chayza of Lublin, right? Known as the Seer of Lublin, because he was able to foresee things, right? Yep, you got that right. And also, he was a Talmud of another famous person. Another famous person. Hmm, who could that be? Well, his name was Rabbi Yisrael Hopstein. Rabbi Yisrael Hopstein. Oh, oh, the cousin Samagin. Wow, he had great Rabbeim. Woo! I wish I had Rabbeim like that. Well, <laughs> everybody should wish to have such great Rabbeim like that. But anyways, uh, this is a story that happened, uh, you know, in his later years. Okay. So, we'll pick up the story from another part. Uh, what do you mean, another part? Well, you know, not directly in front of him. We're going to go to uh, uh, an inn. An inn. Okay. And uh, whose inn is it? Hmm, that's very interesting. I got the safe here in front of me. Let me see. Okay. I'm turning the pages to the story. Ah, uh, here it is. Uh, Oive doesn't say who the person is. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, so we'll have to make up some names. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so we're going to call the innkeeper. Um, uh, pick a nice Yiddish name. Uh, Zanville. Okay, great name. Okay, so Zanville will be the innkeeper. Zanville, I like that name. Zanville, innkeeper. All right. All right, and uh, what about his father? His father? I don't know his father's in this story. Well, he's uh, in it for a small part. Oh, uh, let me see. Uh, well, Zanville's a nice name. Uh, 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 Schmelke. All right, the father's name will be Schmelke. I like that. Okay, so the father's name is Schmelke. Now, there's a pirate in this story. Uh, first, the father, the, the older pirate. Uh, who should he be? Uh, 
Paris, Paris, Paris. Nice guy or mean guy? Well, the older Paris was a very nice guy. Uh, okay, and this is in Poland? Yes, it is. Aha, uh -huh. mm hmm, aha, aha, aha. What are you, darshening and davening? What are you doing? I'm thinking of a name. Well, let me see. A nice Paris? Zlatko, okay? Paris Zlatko. <laughs> All right, Paris Zlatko. And um, what would you like to give his uh, first name? Paris Zlatko should be uh, Stefan. Okay, so the father will be Stefan. Now he had a son. Uh oh. Sounds like he's a nice guy, too? Ahem. <clears throat> uh, not exactly. Oh, the son was mean. Okay, so uh, obviously the son's last name is Lotko, uh, but his first name, um, let's see. Janusz. How's that? Is that a good name? Okay, I like that. Okay, so now we got all the names of the characters in the story. Now, uh... Can I go on without being interrupted? Oh, I don't know if I feel like interrupting. You'll see. Okay, okay, go ahead. All right. Anyway, so obviously, since the Heiliger Tzaddik, um, the Bnei Yisocha, was born in 1783, the story did not happen when he was a little baby, and he was Nifter in 1841, so the story did not happen after he was Nifter, because I said it happened in his lifetime. So if the story happened in his lifetime, so what does that mean? It had to happen uh, in his last few years of his life. So I would say it happened in the 1830s, the late 1830s, I'm giving an estimate. Okay, so the story happened in the late 1830s. Alrighty, and now where do we pick up? Ah, we pick up that he's over there, uh, the father, uh, Zanvo, um, no, the, the, that's not the father, the father is Schmelke. Schmelke, are you there? Huh? Eh? Sure I'm here. Yeah, okay. Need kind of problem. All right. Okay. The Kretschme is open. Okay, come inside and buy your drinks. <laughs> That's good. I come over here. I come here to drink kabisel. <laughs> hey, Schmelke, give me good stuff. Of course I give you good stuff. Have I ever given you bad stuff? Yuri, Yuri, you know that I always give you good stuff. Now you have to give me good stuff too, called money, okay? Ah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. And of course, he did business. People came, they bought drinks and things like that. But then came winter. Winds were blowing, and there was storm. And there was rain many times. And of course, that meant roads got very muddy. Not exactly a great way to travel. So people wouldn't travel. And then there would come the real big winter. The snow. Blizzard conditions. And of course, during that time, he hardly had any customers. And after the winter was over, it was time for Schmelke to pay the rent. And he would go over to the parrots, Stefan Zolatko. 
All right, what can I do? I'm going to go over to him. Let me get on my horse. All right, I'm almost there by the parrots. All right. All right, wait over here. All right, let me tie my horse over here, up. Huh? Okay. Hey, Mr. Guard over there. Hello there. Shalom Aleichem, Mr. Guard. It's me, Schmelke, the innkeeper. Hello. Are you there or are you sleeping? I am here. I am not sleeping. I'm sleepwalking. I mean, no, I'm I'm not sleeping. I'm, I'm awake, yes. And you are here? I'm here because I have to talk to the parents about the rent. Okay, I will open up the gate. This way. I know the way. I've been here before. It's okay. I've been here many times before. All right. So, that's the story, eh? <laughs> okay. So, what are I going to do? Uh, one second. What do you want me to do? Okay. I, I, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to pay the rent, eh? Isn't that what you said you were going to do? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm coming in to pay the rent. Let me knock on the poet's door. Hello, poets. <laughs> yes, of course. Who is there? It's me, Smoker. Oh, yes, the door is open. Please, please come in, yes. Please, Smelka, please sit down. <laughs> so, Smelka, what can I do for you? <laughs> well, of course, uh, what can you do for me? <laughs> you know, I always try to pay the rent on time, you know that, yes? Yes, of course. Well, it uh, happens to be that, you know, that... Uh, I'm trying to pay the rent on time, but this is coming that, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, the winter was very bad this year, and uh, I will pay the rent, uh, but I, I, I just can't pay it on the right time that you're normally asking for. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see. So, Schmelke, it's not that you won't pay the rent, it's just that right now you don't have it because it's a bad season. Is that correct? Uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, that's, uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. How do you like that? Uh, you understand me? Uh, yes, 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 I see. Okay, so in that case, okay, I'll give you more time. Uh, you may pay me when you have a chance. <laughs> I don't know how to thank you. Very, very, very nice. I, I appreciate it very much. It's good, 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 good. Okay, so I, I, I'm going to go back now, and I, I appreciate very much you, you, are, you are helping out very, very nicely, very nicely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it seems to be that the older parrots uh, Poet Stefan Zlatko was a very nice person. And he allowed this here person, Schmelke, to pay his rent late. Now, of course, he always paid his rent, but just that sometimes he was late in paying. That's all. But other than that, 
everything was fine and dandy. And, of course, this would go on for years and years. Now, this part of the story happened when the great tzaddik, Rav Tzvi Elimelech, was much younger. And he used to travel back and forth from Dinev. He used to travel back and forth to go to his rebellion. I know what you mean. Like he would travel back and forth to go to Ramanach Mendel of Rimanab and to go to Rami Yitzhak, Harwes, the Chais of Leblin, and Rabbi Yisrael Hapstein, the Kushan Shemagid, right? That's correct. That's exactly what he did. Now, this part of the story is very, very interesting. But for now, I'll just tell you a little bit, and then I'll stop. Well, well, wait a minute. That's not right. You gotta. I'll just tell you enough to tell you what I have to tell you. Okay? <laughs> so let me tell you. So, uh, it's not Yisachatzvi. I'm sorry. Did I say Yisachatzvi? <laughs> I, I meant Tzvi Elimelech. Okay, so Tzvi Elimelech was a very interesting person. Tzvi Elimelech. What did he do? So Tzvi Elimelech, when he was traveling, he was a poor person. He wasn't no rich person. He was a big Tamachachem, and he didn't work hard for things. I mean, but he worked hard in Torah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Big Tamachachem. And he was on his way to becoming the great Tzaddik, known as Elimelech Spira of Dinev, and best known as the Meneus after the Sefer that he wrote. You told us that. Yes, yes, but I just want to reiterate it to make sure you understand it's not that he's chas v'sholem a lazy person. Now, uh, let's go follow him as he goes to travel. Uh, yes, right now it's time for me to do some traveling. I have to go get some chizik and learn some Torah from my great Rebbeim. Okay. So let me travel to them, but uh, I have very little food and very little money. <sighs> you know what? I don't want to be forcing people to uh, help me out. So what they're going to do is, uh, going to be that um, I don't want to force them to help me. So what I'm going to do is very simple. I will come to places. I'll come into the base of measures. I'll start learning. And then people will see me, and they'll see I'm a visitor, and they'll ask me to be a guest by them. And then they'll offer me food, and they'll even offer me a place to rest. That's a very good idea. I think I'm going to do that. After all, I must absorb as much taira, because, you know, it's a very big mitzvah to be in the presence of Gedolim. And even more so, if you can even learn from them. <laughs> Yevaldik, 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 Yevaldik. Ah, yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to do what I gotta do. And so, sure enough, he would go travel. And let's say, for example, one of the times that he was going to see Rabbi Nachman Mendel of Rimanov, he came by to the base of Medrash of one of the towns that was on the way. And he sat down to learn. All right, I'm sitting over here. All right, let me sit down. 
Entschuldig mir, pardon me. Ach, sei, I see that you are a stranger in the town. I don't recognize you. Do you live here in our town? Uh, no, Entschuldig, no, no, I, I don't uh, live in this town. I'm just passing by. I'm, I'm going through. I see. Very interesting. Hello. I see you, Kitois, as if you are Ben Teurer. Ah, you know, Herr Schwestersana, grüße Zadig one day. Maybe you're going to be a big, big Zadig one day. But in the meantime, I see you passing through. And you look a bit hungry. I hate to disturb your learning, but... Ah, you look a little hungry. You need something to eat? Uh, well, uh, um, I... Uh, don't be shy, don't be shy. You know what? If you want, you come to my house right now. And I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to give you a nice meal. Yes, yes, yes. My wife always cooks up extra because ich, ich lacht sie tien nach Nosses Öhrchen. Verstehst du? I like to do this mitzvah nach Nosses Öhrchen. So, not a problem. You will come to me and you will eat by me. And if you need a place to stay when you finish learning, if you're not continuing traveling, you, you could stay by me. And sure enough, that's what he did. And that's how he managed to get around. And this was the life of this famous tzaddik. This famous tzaddik, Rab Tzvi the dinner of. And this is what, you know, he did when he was younger to go back and forth to his rebellion. Okay? And of course, he couldn't afford a wagon, so that's why he didn't go by wagon or a horse even. He went by foot and he traveled and he wandered. And people used to take him in here and there. And he did not want to ask outright because he didn't feel it was right to put somebody on the spot. But if somebody offers it, that means they're doing it from their heart. And he knows for sure they're doing a chesed of doing Achnos' Orchen with their full heart. And that's the only way he wanted a benefit from Achnos' Orchen. Which is not such a bad idea, but you know, uh, everybody has to be on such a madrega like that. So meanwhile, let me go on and tell you what happened. So the years would go on, and of course, this innkeeper, Schmelka, had a little boy chick, and his name was, let me guess, Zanvol. What do you have to guess? You're the one that suggested the name Zanvol. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so Zanvol was his little boy chick. And this would go on for a while. And he was learning the trade. Of course, he taught him Torah, too, of course. After all, just because you have an inn doesn't mean you can't learn Torah. And eventually, Schmelke got much older. And eventually, Schmelke was nifter. And eventually, Zanvol Yarshin the inn. And now the inn was run by Zanvul. But I got a bad piece of news to tell you. You already did. You told us his tati was nifter. Yeah, yeah, but he lived to be a ripe old age. I don't know exactly how old. But I got to tell you about Porrit Stefan's Latko. Uh-oh. What's going on? Uh, well, uh, Stefan's Latko was getting old. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting older. Yanis! Uh, oh, Yanis! Come here! Yes, father! 
What is it? I am here at your beckoning service. Well, ask anything from me and I will probably not do it. What did you say? I said, ask anything from me and I'll do it. Uh, that's what I thought you said. Anyways, I'm getting on in my years. And I just want you to know, I need to train you to be the new pirates. Oh, don't worry, Papa. I know a lot how to be the pirates. Yes, yes, yes. I know how to be nice to people like you. I know how to lose money like you. What do you mean? Uh, come on, Father. You don't think I notice? Eh, come on, Father. You many times let the people run your inns, especially the Jewish people. You let them pay you much later. You're losing money a lot. <laughs> well, I seem to have plenty of money. I don't seem to have a shortage of money. Oh, dear me, oh, my. I think I have uh, quite a lot of money when you come to think of it, you know. <laughs> that is a matter of opinion. But, you know, you could be richer than you are. Oh, well, you know, money isn't everything, Janusz. What do you mean? You know, you have to have a quality life, too, you know. I, I like a quality life, yes, 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 indeed. You know, having riches is, you know, a plus. But, you know, to be liked by people and to be nice to people... It's just a very interesting feeling that a person can have. And I think that I have a pretty fulfilling life. All the people that rent for me, they pay me eventually. And they're very thankful. They appreciate what I do for them. And just I want you to keep my tradition going. Oh, yes, of course. I will keep your tradition going. Now, of course. When his father wasn't listening, he would say, oh, oh, keep your tradition going. You have a fortune over here. You have big properties. I will not take losses. If these people can't pay their rent, I throw them off and I get somebody else who could pay the rent. <laughs> I not be foolish. No, 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 no. I am very, very smart. I know what I got to do. I am not uh, one of those people that's going to be brushed over to the side. Oh, no, 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 no. Not possible. Hick, 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 hick. I know exactly what they're going to do. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Now, uh, anything else you want to tell me, Father? Uh, well, not exactly. Uh, as long as you're going to... Uh... Uh, continue my tradition. Of course, I will continue your tradition. <laughs> yes, of course, you have nothing to worry about. I'm a good, loyal son to you. Don't worry. And of course, he was, like we would say the expression, he was lying through his teeth. And meanwhile, time would move on. And eventually, eventually, Stefan Zlatko, he passed away. He died. And they made a big funeral for him. I guess in Hebrew we call it a levaya, or in Yiddish. But, you know, they made him a nice funeral. People wept and they cried and so on and so forth. And then after the mourning period was over, I don't know how much time they mourned, whatever it was, Yanis Zlatko took over. <laughs> will, will, will. 
My father is not around anymore. <laughs> He's gone bye-bye. Bye-bye, father. See you. Enjoy upstairs. Or I don't know if you're downstairs, upstairs, whatever. I don't know what floor they put you on. But whatever it is, I'm still here. And I'm not going to be like you. I'm going to be better. I'm not going to let money fly away just like that. All right. Let me make a meeting with all the people that rent by me. And sure enough, he made this big meeting. And all the people who rent farms, who rent forests, who rent bridges to collect tolls, whoever rents anything, a kretschme, whatever it is, he made a big meeting. All right, everybody's here. Where is the guy that uh, runs the forest? I'm here. Where is the guy who collects tolls from the bridge? I'm here. All right, and where is the kretschme on there? Where's the Kretschmer? Entschuldigung, ich bin du. Shalom Aleichem. Okay. So everybody here, the forest guy, okay, this guy here, that guy here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen to me. I call this meeting together because it's very important that you all hear me. You all know very much that my father, Stefan Zlatko, passed away. May his soul be blessed and rest in a proper time, whatever they call it. Rest in peace. Yeah. Okay, but now I, his son, Janusz Zlatko, I am now the new porridgeer, the new squire. I own everything I take over. I'm younger. I'm a little bit smarter and sharper than my father was. Now listen to me. You know that I'm in the business to make money. And your own business to make money. But your business has to make money enough to take care of your families and also to take care of me very well. So, I want you to know my father was different than me. I'll say he was very different than you. Uh, even the way he talked to us was nicer. Please, don't interrupt me. Anyway, so let me tell you what I want to do. Okay? So, my father was very nice. He let you put your family before the rent. So you, he let you feed your families and then pay the rent. And if you were behind in the rent, he let it be. He let you pay whenever it was. I'm not like him. And that's why I'm making the meeting. So make it very, very clear. I am Janusz. I am not Stefan. I am Janusz, the son of Stefan. But I am a Zlatko. So I am the rightful heir to this old squire's, uh, whatever you want to call it, the estate. So therefore, if you would like to continue having your contracts and you want to continue uh, renting from me and you want to continue owning or whatever you want to call it, and any way you want to call it, if you want to continue to be on my lands, there's only one way. Everybody must pay their rent on time. Do you understanding? Uh, excuse me, pardon me. But you know, um, uh, you know when the, uh, the winter gets very cold and, and, and the river freezes, so it's very hard to uh, roll the logs, the lumber, you know, down the river. You know what I mean? So during that time season, we don't make so much money. So uh, those few months, uh, we'll have to pay the rent later. 
and you'll be nice like your father, and please accept that because we always pay our rent eventually. Eventually is not good enough for me. You understanding what I'm saying? Eventually is not good enough. I need better than eventually. I need the money to be paid on time. Now, you listen to me. If nobody here or anybody here cannot pay their rent on time, please be aware that I will throw you off the land. If you're running the Kretschme, I will throw you out of the Kretschme. You're running the lumber, I will throw you out of the forest. You're running the river, I will throw you into the river. I mean, out of the river. And whatever it is you are running from my estates, not problem. Either you pay or you go away. You understanding? Because all as I'm interested in getting paid on time and not being Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Mr. Nice Guy if you pay on time. I'm not Mr. Nice Guy if you don't pay on time. You understanding? Now, please be aware that I am very, very serious about this. Okay? Got it? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it. But, but, you know, my father... He was on this uh, land for a long time. He ran the Kretschme for your father. Your father and my father very good friends. And he was very nice about it. I don't understand why you cannot be nice about it. You get your money and not losing the money. Wait a second. Let me explain you something. If I don't get the money on time, that means I can't make investments to make more money. I have to wait. I don't want to wait. I like being richer and richer and richer. You understand? The more money I have, the more money I want. So, very simple. You can't pay the rent, I throw you out. I get someone else that can pay the rent. If he can't pay the rent, I throw him out and get somebody else. You understanding? By me, the money comes before the family. Okay? Got that? Uh, yes, but, but I, I have a problem. I mean, sometimes it happens that, um, um, you know, it's not possible to... Uh, to, uh, to, 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 you know, to, to make the beer and sell it because, um, you know, if I can't get deliveries because of the snow, I, I'm not interested in excuses. You learn to put away money for these times and you save up money enough to pay me on time. If you can't do it, bye-bye. Okay, meeting adjourned. I have finished telling you what I tell you. <laughs> and so that's what happened. Wow, he's so different than his father. This guy, Giannis, is not Mr. Nice Guy. Nope, nope, nope. He's Mr. Nice to Money Guy. Anyways, so that's the way it was. And now it was getting really bad, and people were having trouble paying their rents. And it was one of the people that was running a stickle farm, and, of course, Yanish came with some of his private soldiers. All right. Hey, Mr. Chaim. Am I saying it good? Not bad. Usually most people like me say Mr. Chaim. But I said Mr. Chaim. I practice your name. Okay, Mr. Chaim, you have your money for the rent for the farm? Well, the story is like this. I have the money, but it's still in the ground. Take it out of the ground. No, no, you can't stand. See, I planted, but the things are growing slow this season because the rains were not so much. So everything is growing slow. So I couldn't harvest yet. You understand? So, therefore, since I couldn't harvest yet, 
I, I couldn't sell the fruits and the vegetables in the market. Actually, the vegetables and the fruits. Well, whatever. You know, I, I just couldn't sell my produce in the market yet. I need another month, okay? <laughs> you need another month? Okay, so I'll tell you what they're going to do. I'm going to throw you off the farm, and I'll have somebody else take over the farm who can pay me the rent. Do you remember what I said in the meeting? I'm not interested in any kind of excuse. You must pay me. If you think it's going to be a bad season, put aside money and make sure that I get paid. Do you understand? Uh, yes, I do. But, but, but I... No excuses. End of the week. No pay. You go away. Bye-bye. <laughs> And sure enough, that's what he did. And people were really in a bind. And especially the Kretschmer, the man who ran the Kretschmer, good old Zanvul. Ay, 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 was your lifting today? Ay, 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 What's the matter? Zanville, what's the problem? My dear wife's princess, it's We got a problem. You know, it was a bad winter. We didn't have so many customers. And because we have Kanaino large family, it was not so easy to put money aside. Was all a thing. At the end of the month, he's going to come for his rent, and I don't have it. He's going to want to throw us away from here. Was all team. <laughs> oh, dear me, oh, my. That's not very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what should we do? I don't know. You tell me a good answer. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. You know, there's a high-legged tzaddik, a very holy man. You know him? Uh, I know a lot of holy men, but I need someone who's close by. Dinev. Dinev is very close by. Dinev? Ah, yes, yes, Dinev is very close by. What child are you talking about? Which one? Which one are you talking about? Rapsvi Elimelech of Dinev. You know. Ah, you know what? It's very cold winter. I don't want to wait for the end of the month when he's going to come. I have to go get a brocha from the Rebbe before that. He'll tell me what to do. Ah, Groyce Tzadik. Yo, 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 yo. Okay. You're going me to the Groyce Tzadik. Ay, 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 Okay, ach, guy, ach, guy, ach, guy, ach, guy, ach, guy. And so, sure enough, Zanvo went, and he got on his horse, and he trudged through the snow. <coughs> And he was really dressed up nice and warm. And he finally came to the Tzaddik's home, to Rebelli Melech Spira, the Dineveh. He came to him and knocked on his door. Who is there? Please, the door is open. Come in. Eh, okay. Okay, Rebbe, I need to speak with you. Ah, I've had a minute, and you are? Me? Ich heiße Zanvul. And? I am Zanvul, the innkeeper. Ah, the innkeeper 
Ah, at the at the town of of uh, near 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 Kranish? Uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I have the inn on the outskirts of Kranish. Ah, very nice, very nice. Okay, and uh, what what is the problem? Uh, uh, the problem is, you know, there was an old palace. There was a sign immense. And if I, my father couldn't pay the rent on time, he gave him extra time. And when I took over after my father was nifter and I couldn't pay on time, he gave me extra time. But now the Alte Puritz, he was nifter. And after he was nifter, his son took over. You know his son, Yanis. Now, Yanis Latikov, uh, Zlatko, pardon me, Yanis uh, uh, Latkov is not as nice as his father, Stefan, was. And he says that if we don't have the rent on time, he's going to throw us away. I see. And why did he say that? I mean, after all, he knows when the winter is really bad, it's very hard to make business. Uh, he's not interested in that. He's interested in money first and family second. So therefore he says that we should be putting aside money for the bad times when the winter is bad, that we should have enough money to pay the rent when uh, it's time to uh, give the rent. You understand? I understand fully. I see. Very interesting. <coughs> I see, I see. <coughs> Let me think about this abyssal. So you have the inn that's on the outskirts of Kranus, right? It's the inn with the long building, yes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are about three steps leading up to the main door. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you have very sharp, steep uh, roof bending down, yes? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I mean, how, how did the Rebbe know that? I see, I see. Okay. Now, uh, you have a well over there in the front of the Kretschmann line. Uh, yeah, yeah. And tell me, it's still uh, working? Yeah, it is. And it still gives very fresh water? Better than the village of Kranish's water? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, how, how does the... Pardon me, but how, how did the Rebbe know about that? Ah, because I was once there. You were once there? How come I don't remember you? It was a long time ago. I, I, I see. Um, uh, Rebbe, may I ask you tell me when this was? Sure. Okay. So let me tell you first. This well is working? Uh, yeah. And the water is fresh? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mom, it's better than the, 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 the village water. Excellent. Then you have nothing to worry about. That means Hashem is still with you. If Hashem is still with you, you have Gunish, Zorgin. You have nothing, nothing to worry about. Everything will be fine. Don't you worry about the thing. Now, sei gesund. Yeah, yeah, but Rebbe, Yes, what's the Toive? Could you tell me when it was? I mean, you started to tell me, you were going to tell me. I mean, could you tell me? Oh, yes. <laughs> sure, I will tell you. Many, many years ago, there was this young man, a very poor man, and he was uh, walking uh, in the woods, in the forest, in the outskirts of Kranish. 
Ai weiß mir. Ja, ich weiß mir. Very cold outside, but what can I do? I'm getting very hungry. I need to eat. Ah, should do a crutch medal. Ach weiß, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go inside. I'll sit down, they'll see my clothing, they'll see my face, they'll see ich bin Eisgewebt, they'll see I'm like very hungry, whatever. All right, you know, so then they'll offer me food. Okay, let me go here. Oi, why is me? I'm so weak. Haven't eaten a long time. Oi, these three steps. Oi, eins, oi, oi, eins, my, oi. Finally made it up the three steps. Okay. Let me open the door. All right. Uh, my policy, I don't ask for any hospitality outright. I will sit over here and maybe the innkeeper will ask me. All right. Let me sit down here. Yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yeah. And so this young man, he sat down. But your uh, father... He was the innkeeper at that time. You were just a little boy. And he was busy taking care of all the other guys. Hey, Schmelke, where's my drink? Yeah, Fnelke, where is my drink? Hey, Schmelke, I want another bottle. Hey, Schmelke, my glass is empty. I got more money for you if you fill my glass. And so your father was busy taking care of those customers. And this young man started thinking. Where's Mia? He's so busy, he doesn't notice me. I've been waiting here a long time. All right, I'll have to go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as the young man walked out, struggled with the steps to go down, started to walk in the snow, I missile, he suddenly got the feeling that somebody was looking out the window. It was a little boy. You know that little boy was, don't you? Uh, uh it wasn't me, Rabbi Herbs. No, 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 no. Would you let the, the Rabbi continue the story? Oh, sorry, go ahead. All right. So the little boy, you know it was, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, the little boy was me. I remember. Yes, coming back to me. I was looking out the window... And I saw this man, and my heart was crying for him inside. And I realized that my father, who loves to do, uh, you know, Gemilas Chasodim and all I know he loves to do it. But he was so busy with them, he didn't even notice him. So I ran out the door when I was a little boy. I ran out the door and I said, Excuse me, mister, 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 please don't go away. Uh, my father was just very busy. My father loves to do mitzvah nasus erchin. And if he finds out that you're here and you left, he's going to be very upset. Please come back. Please come back. And so the young man said, Hmm, I'm being invited back. Even though it's a little boy, I will come back. And so the young man went back in. And at that moment, your father said, Well, very interesting. Uh... I'm sorry, I didn't notice you before. Please, sit down, you look very hungry. Hey, let me give you a good meal to eat. Yes, yes. And your father gave me a wonderful meal to eat. Your mother cooked up a wonderful meal. Then your father said, uh, you know what? You need a place to stay? You can stay overnight. All right, here, have some herring, uh, have some cottage cheese, have some of this, some of that. And of course, he gave me a lot of these things that made me thirsty. And then I said, 
Uh, uh, excuse me, did I say me? Anna, Anna, you was the young man. Uh, okay, anyways, let me finish the story first. So what happened was this. He went over and I told him I was thirsty. And so your father said, uh, 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 Sir, um, I'm, I'm very thirsty. You gave me this herring and very salty. Very, very thirsty. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, Shani, please come over here. Will you please go to the village over there and bring some water so we can heat up some water to make a tea for this guest, okay? Please do that. Uh, excuse me. Why do you need to go to the village to get water? I saw you have a well right here in front of your catchment. Oh, that, 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 well, let me tell you something. The water over there is not very good. I'm telling you, it's very bad water. So we only use it to water the garden and to give the water to the horses and things like that. But we don't give it to people. It's very bad water, very bad, I'm telling you. You know, I am very thirsty. I don't believe that that water is so bad. Could you please bring me some of that water? I'm very, very thirsty. All right, if you insist. But maybe I should filter the water. No, just bring me the water as it is. Okay, I will do it personally. I will, I, I will take care of it myself. Yes, okay. And so, sure enough, um, you know, the, the father, uh, 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 what are you looking at me? I thought you said the rabbit's telling sir. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, so what happened was this. Uh, your father went out there and got the water himself. He bought it to me. And, of course, now that you know it's me, so when I drank the water, I drank it, with a brook, of course, and I said it was delicious. Why, this is the best one I ever tasted. Why do you say it's bad? Why don't you try some? And, of course, your father tried some. Oh, well, really? Uh, let me try some of this. <sniffs> My goodness, the water changed. It's no more bitter. It's the best water. Eh, I don't believe it. Hey, Zanvil, come here. Try the water. Sure, Tati, no problem. Let me try it. Oh, wow, Tati, this is the best water I ever tasted. Now, if you remember, ever since then, your water tasted very well. And you had a lot of customers in the inn, correct? Uh, yeah, that's right, it was. But still, we had our bad winters, and the porridge was very nice, and he let me pay much later. I understand, but now this son, this here person, Janusz, is not letting me pay later. So what should I do? Listen to me. I told you, the water from the well is very good. Very, very good. Okay? And he's going to come to ask you for the rent. You tell him that maybe he would like to drink a coffee. Then he's going to remember about the well that his father talked about. Then he's going to want to take out a filter. And you insist, you don't need a filter. This is the best water in the world. And you make him a coffee. And then he's going to tell you to drink first. And you will drink it. And of course, it's be delicious. Then he will tell to give to other customers. And you will give. And they will say it's delicious too. Everybody's going to love this water. Everybody will love the water. I'm telling you. This water is going to be fantastic. You know that. So listen to me very carefully. Then he's going to drink the coffee. He's going to like it. Then he's going to ask you for the well, the, the money for the... for the. Are you going to ask me for the rent? 
That's right. And then you're going to say, you don't have it. And he's going to threaten you. He's going to threaten to throw me out. And then you tell him that when you go, the brocha, that the holy rabbi who passed by a years ago gave the well to taste best water in the world will go where I go. And that means if he kicks you off the land, no more good water. Got it? Aha. Uh -huh. No problem. I will do it. I am a Munish Chachamim. Sure, no problem. And so, sure enough, he left the Heiliger Tzadik, Rab Tzvi and he went back to the inn. And he came back with a smile. And his wife said, No, what happened? We have nothing to worry about. Zuga Kapitel Tilem, Alzved Zangit. Everything will be great. And so the day came. The porridge showed up with his two fine soldiers. <sighs> All right, I am here now. Hello there. Hey, Zanvel. And you know what I'm here for? Ah, yeah, yeah, you're here to collect the rent. But first thing is first. You know that my inn has the best water in the whole countryside. You know that the people come here to buy water from me rather than to take from the public well in the middle of the village of Kranish. You know that, right? <laughs> yes, I've heard about that, but that does not have anything to do with the fact that you have to pay the rent. All right, all right, all right. Before we pay the rent, let's sit down. Uh, let me offer you a coffee. We like a coffee? Ah, all right. Good idea. I like to drink coffee. Sure. Make me coffee. All right. Let me just go get water from the well. One minute. You have to filter the water. I heard that that well is... No, no, no. That's years ago. You don't need a filter. Haven't you heard? Uh, yes, yes. I forgot. I forgot. The water is supposed to be very good. Okay, make me coffee. All right. When you're going to drink a coffee made from this water, I, you're going to say me ain oil em habo. Me ain boil em What? I forgot. You're not a yid. You're going to say it's the best coffee in the world. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Okay, come on, let's go. Give me coffee. I want to get down to business. I want to collect the rent. Okay, want me to drink coffee first? I drink coffee first. <laughs> I know you're not going to pull any, what you Jewish people call shtiklach, because look at my two bodyguards. <laughs> my two private soldiers, big, strong, <laughs> well-armed. Uh, yeah, I also have two arms. I'm well-armed also, Baruch Hashem. All right, anyways, I'm going to get the water. And so, sure enough, Zanvil went out. And he got the water. Then he brought it inside. And after he brought it inside, he made a coffee. And he poured it right in front of his eyes. Right in front of the poet Janusz's eyes. And he said, eh, All right, drink. <laughs> you think I'm foolish? You drink first. Okay, no problem. Ah, delicious. Yeah, really? Hey, you over there. Ah, you talking to me? Yes, I talk to you. Come over here. You want coffee? Free on the house. A ah, coffee for free? I wish you said the same thing about schnapps. All right, I'll take a coffee for free. Whoa, this is the best coffee I ever tasted. Wow. Hmm, everybody seems to like it. Okay, make my coffee now and I drink it. Whoa! Never, never in my entire life 
Have I ever tasted such a coffee before in my life? This is unbelievable coffee. Well, I never tasted coffee like this. I like it. Okay, now I drink coffee, and now we do business. Do you have my rent? Uh, actually, no. I don't have your rent, and I'm asking you to be like your father and extend the rent, uh, meaning that I could pay you as soon as I have it. I always pay my bills. You know that. And yes, this year was a very bad winter, and I can't pay it. Yet. I'm going to pay it, but not yet. Okay? No. I don't accept that answer. You remember what I said? You no pay, you go off land. Go away. No pay, go away. Okay? Get ready to pack your bags. All right. I just want to understand that the water in this well has a blessing from a holy rabbi. You understand? And he gave it to my family. So therefore, if I go away, the blessing for that water will go away. And that means whoever takes over this inn, that water is going to be very bitter, just like the olden days, and you'll never get your rent because you'll be kicking people off the land one after the other because they won't be able to cook right and they won't be able to do anything right because the water is terrible. Okay? So, fine. You have your choice. You want to wait until I can pay the rent and you can come by here for a free coffee anytime you want. Okay? Otherwise, I go, I pack my bags, but uh, the blessing for the water goes with me. Wait a second, wait a second. No, 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 not so fast. I never taste the coffee. Give me one more cup of coffee. All right, I'll give you another cup of coffee. <sighs> never in my life tasted such coffee like this. This from this water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a blessing from a holy rabbi. Yeah, great tzaddik. Very holy man, eh? And if you go... And the blessing goes with it. Uh, oh, yeah, boy, boy. This coffee is very good. I never tasted coffee like this. If I come back every week to get a cup of coffee, you give me this great coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I, I just can't pay you the rent yet. When I have it, I'll pay you. If you want it that way, otherwise I go and the blessing comes with me. One second. I make exception for you, okay? And now you know something? There's one thing I have to tell you. The exception has to be for everybody, not for me. You understand? Because we are hidden. And you didn't care about all the Eden. Call yourself the Ravens LSR. We care about each other. So I don't want to be an exception. I don't want everybody to be jealous of me. So therefore, you're going to be nice to let everybody pay the rent when they have it. They'll pay you. Don't worry. They'll pay you. Just that sometimes a bad rent and they can't pay right away. So what do you say? Hmm. Uh, let me think about it. And you think about it, I start packing my bags, and the blessing goes... All right, I thought about it. Okay, you can stay, and the rest of the Jewish people stay. But they must pay rent. As uh, soon as they have it. I wonder, they'll pay. We're honest people. We don't want nothing for nothing. We just want you to be understanding, okay? All right, no problem. And so, sure enough, it's exactly what happened. This Poritz was like so impressed by the water that was used for his coffee and how the coffee tasted so much better with this water, it turned his heart around, just like the Rebbe said. And therefore what happened was this, he let him stay until he could pay the rent and he did the same thing with all the other Eden over there and slowly but surely, ah, it must have been the effect of the bracha and the water that was given by the dinner of the Rebbe. So what happened was this, is that... Um, it ended up is that he became a Mr. Nice Guy. And that's the story. So what do you say? Wow, fantastic. Uh-oh, look at the clock. It's time to say so long. All right, everybody have 
a wonderful Shabbos and a great weekend. Goodbye!